Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you see from the title, today we're talking about purpose, partners, and promise. And we're coming from the book of Genesis chapter 2, verses 15 through 20. So grab your journals. Something that God has been showing me in this season is the importance of the person or the partner that you choose when it comes to your purpose. A lot of times we focus on our personal relationship with God and we focus on our purpose, which are very important things. But sometimes we fail to realize that the person or the partner that you choose play an important role in your purpose as well as your relationship that you have with God. I say that because we fail to realize how much the person that we give our time and our energy to affects our daily habits. So what that means is that you can spend your time getting closer to God, figuring out your purpose, but then you can get with the wrong person and they completely distract you and take you off the path to your destiny. So today I'm going to talk to you guys about purpose, partners, and promise so that when you do interact with a person or date a person or get engaged to a person or marry a person, you know how to properly place that person in your life in their proper position so that they don't affect the purpose or the promise that God has for you in a negative way. See, the thing about focusing on us and our walk and our purpose is that we have all of the spots figured out in our own personal life. But then when somebody else comes into your life, you don't know where to put them. And that's why you realize and now that when he come around, you're not spending as much time with God. And you realize that when you started dating her, you kind of start slipping off on your devotional. It's because that person came in your life and you weren't 100% certain of the role or the position that they're supposed to play in this whole promise of your life. So you have to go to God even when it comes to the people that you have a relationship with. See, this is the area that a lot of Christians struggle with. We're good when we're by ourselves, but Genesis said it's not good for man to be alone. So you have to have an idea of the role that your partner is going to play even before you have a partner. Because if you don't know their position, if you don't know their role, then they just come in and messing up the flow of things because they're getting in where they can fit in because you don't have the knowledge and the discernment to place them in their proper position. So today we're going to talk about the proper position by focusing on purpose, partners, and promise. Before we get into this topic, I do want to let you guys know that I am opening mentoring spots for the month of August. So it'll be starting August 1st. I'll be accepting some new mentees and I have two week and four week packages. So if you're interested in being mentored by me in these areas, purpose, partners, and promise, then you can send me an email at thechristianbay at gmail.com and you let me know which package you're interested in, the two week package or the four week package. And then we'll get you set up for August 1st because in this season, God is really showing me the importance of diving into the areas of relationships and marriages because we're doing the work in our single seasons and our alone time but then when you get in a relationship you wonder why you keep falling off track or you wonder why it seems like you got everything figured out in your life but your spouse don't have it figured out and you can't figure out how to continue to seek God in date or have a relationship which everyone craves so it's important to have a clear understanding of God's model of love 
love and what it looks like to date, what it looks like to be engaged, what it looks like to be married. What does God lay? What is God's blueprint for these areas of our life? The Christian community doesn't like to talk about love a lot, but love affects us in so many ways on the day to day basis. So it's important for us to have knowledge and wisdom and understanding in the area of love because the word of God says that my people perish from a lack of knowledge is because you didn't know where that person fit in your life or what that person was supposed to look like or what that person was supposed to represent or the role that that person was supposed to play. And that's why even though you praying every day, you still experiencing pain in your love life because you don't have the knowledge or the wisdom to understand what God's model of love look like and how to apply that in your life with your current situation. It's easy to just read it in the Bible, but if you want to dive into it with your specific situation, I will be opening mentoring spots for the month of August. So send me an email at thechristianbay@gmail.com if you're interested in being mentored in regards to your purpose, your partners, or simply the promise of God. I wanted to start off this episode by defining these three P's based on what God showed me in my quiet time. And the first one is purpose. Your purpose is what you were created to do. Your partner is who you were created to do it with. What you have to understand about partners is that God still wants you to fulfill the purpose that he created you to fulfill. Don't think just because you have a partner that you lose your purpose or God no longer has an assignment on your life. No, God is so strategic that the partner that he has for you will come and they will add to that purpose. They will sharpen that purpose. They will help you look at that purpose in a different way. They will advance that purpose and you will do the same for their purpose. That's why the word says that iron sharpen iron and make sure you're equally yoked because your purpose and my purpose collides together. And then God has a bigger purpose for two forces coming together. So it still all goes back to the purpose that God created you for, as well as the purpose that God created him for. God is never just going to remove his purpose in the reason why he made you just because he's giving you love. No, you Your two purposes collide and they fit into each other and they sharpen each other and they enhance each other, which ultimately enhances and uplifts the kingdom of God. The last P is promise, the promise of God. So when you're a person that's walking towards your purpose, you get to the promise of God as long as you stay on the path. And I want you to understand that the partner that God has assigned to you, assigned for you, there is a promise over your covenant as well. God knows that when these two purposes collide, it's going to create a bigger purpose, like a bigger picture. And there's a promise that's over that purpose as well. This is why it's important to be equally yoked. Like the word says, God is not just talking to talk when he says this in the Bible, because I want you to understand that your partner has a direct effect on your purpose. If you are with somebody and they're causing you to go through depression, they're causing you to be sad. They're causing you to miss your quiet time. They're causing you to not pray on the regular. They're causing you not to go to church. I want you to understand that that directly affects your purpose because your purpose is directly attached to the will of God. So if you're getting distant from God, you're also getting 
getting distant from your destiny because of this man or this woman that you allowed to be in your life. So don't think that your personal relationship with God is just something that's just about you. And I'm gonna listen to this podcast because this podcast gonna help me go closer to God. But then I'm going to go on a date with this man or go on a date with this woman. And I'm not gonna think about the podcast because when it comes to my love life, I'm gonna just wing it and do what I wanna do. No, I want you to understand that the partners that you choose and your purpose are in connection with each other. Because if you get a partner that drains you spiritually, if you get a partner that keeps causing you to slip into depression, if you get a partner that waters down the voice of God and now you can't hear from God anymore, that is directly affecting your purpose. Something else that God showed me about partners when I was doing my quiet time is that in order to receive the promise of God, there's a certain person that you must become. That is what the process does. The process prepares you for the promise and you begin the process when you know your purpose. So you know your purpose, you begin to walk in it. That's when you go to process. Process is what leads you to promise. The person that you're dating in the midst of going from purpose to promise has an effect on who you become. Is that person helping you become more like the fruits of the spirit? Does this person add to you? Does this person make you more patient? Does this person make you more loving? Or does this person pull out toxic characteristics? What does this person add to you? Does these fruits that this person produced help add to your purpose? We need to be intentional with dating, intentional with who we're giving our time to, intentional with who we're allowing to have access Access to our anointing. What does this person pull out of you? Are you in this person's presence and you're feeling more like God? You're feeling closer to God. You're spiritually getting more sharpened or do you get in this person's presence and they make you feel insecure? They make you doubt yourself because you're not like the girls on Instagram. What does this person pull out of you when they compliment you and speak to you and speak life to you? Are they complimenting things that resemble the will of God or are they complimenting things of this world? What does this person see when they look at you? Listen to what they're saying to you because I want you to understand that when you date a person, they make you a different person. Every person that you come into contact with pulls out a different side of you. So what does this person pull out of you? Because then when you begin to discern what this person pulls out of you, it'll let you know whether that person need more time with you. Because if they're not pulling out fruits of the spirit, then they're not getting you closer to God. Then they're pulling you farther away from your promise because there's a certain person that you must become before you're able to access the promise. And you have to be intentional with surrounding yourself with people and dating people that help mold you into that person. And you may not know what that person looked like, but you do know what godly characteristics look like. So the more you look like God, the closer you get to God's promise. So does this person pull out godly characteristics when I'm in their presence or are you kind of making me slip back into my fleshly ways? That's how you'll be able to know. So when it comes to purpose, God showed me Genesis chapter two, verse 15. It says the Lord God took the man. He's talking about Adam. It says the Lord God took the man and put him in a garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. This was Adam's purpose. I placed you in this garden to work it 
and take care of it. This is the purpose. It's important for you to know your purpose. And it's also important for you to choose a partner that knows their purpose. Because I went on a rant this weekend on my Twitter and I said, how can you be a helpmate to a man that doesn't know what he needs help with? This man doesn't even know his purpose. This man doesn't even know God's vision for his life. So how are you going to be a help to a mate that does not know what his purpose is? So in Genesis chapter two, verse 15, God is letting Adam know what his purpose is before he ever revealed his partner to him. It says the Lord God took the man and put him in a garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Now, when we move on to partners in Genesis chapter two and verse 18, it says the Lord God said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. This is what I mean by your two purposes come together and it sharpens each other. It helps each other. God is not a selfish God that he just makes it where you can help that man. That man is supposed to help you too. It's supposed to be equally yoked. So the same way you helping him in his garden, he's supposed to be helping you and your purpose equally yoked iron sharpens iron so God said I'm gonna make you a helper suitable for you suitable for you meaning a helper that is specifically created to help you in what I've called you to do this is why you can't just be out here dating anybody this is why you can't just be out here letting anybody have their hand in your purpose pot because it's somebody that's specifically created to help you do the purpose that God has placed over your life everybody can't handle the anointing that's on your life so everybody shouldn't have access to it then when it comes to promise God led me to Genesis chapter 2 verses 19 through 20 and it says now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky he brought them to the man to see what he would name them and whatever the man called each living creature that was its name this is, this is not just his purpose where he comes to work. This is also his promise. This is your land. You get to name everything here. This is the purpose of Adam. God created Adam to take possession of this area, to name it, to build it up because it's yours. That's what the process is where you're working things out. You're working things out for your promise. I am giving this thing to you. That's why I've created you to do this thing. So this is where promise comes in. He revealed to Adam his purpose. Then he said, I'm going to give you a partner, a helper that's suitable for your purpose. And then you will have the promise as well as your partner. A lot of times we like to think that God don't want us in a relationship or God don't want us with a significant other. But why would he say in verse, in verse 18, it is not good for man to be alone if he wants us to be alone. But you need to choose a partner that's suitable for your purpose. Because at the end of the day, God is about his business and the business must be done. So today's seed is the Genesis seed. And when you sow this seed, you're sowing into the word that God, I am sowing into my purpose, my partner and my promise. God, I don't want to just have the purpose and then I got to go to sleep lonely every night. I want to sow into my purpose, my partner and the promise that you have over my life. Father God, I'm sowing that the partner that I attach myself to will help sharpen my purpose, which will ultimately lead me to my promise. God, I am praying over this. I am sowing over this. Father God, I'm sowing into this because I need 
need you to give me knowledge and clarity and discernment to choose the right partner to help me get to my promise, Father God, to help me be better in my purpose, Father God. I am sowing into this to let you know that I will intentionally date from here on out, Father God. I am sowing into this to let you know that I plan to have a kingdom marriage that uplifts your kingdom, Father God. I am sowing into this because I am taking your word and using it as my blueprint, Father God, that I will date your way, Father God, because your purpose and your will for my life comes first, Father God. I am sowing into this because today there is a shift in my mindset when it comes to my purpose, the partners that I choose and the promise that I'm working towards. I am sowing into this because this is where I'm placing my faith that your will will be done in my purpose, partners, and promise. And you can sow the Genesis seed to dollar sign the Christian Bay or PayPal Zell the Christian Bay at gmail.com. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this podcast. Father God, I pray over those who are sowing into this word, Father God, who are sowing the Genesis seed, Father God. I pray that they know that this seed represents them trusting your plan over their perspective, Father God, trusting your plan for their purpose, trusting their plan for your part for their partner, trusting their your plan for their promise, Father God. God, trusting your plan for what it is that you created them to do when they were in their mother's womb. Father God, this seed represents their trust in you and your ability to give them the discernment and the clarity to choose wisely because the person that they're choosing is directly attached to their promise. Father God, they have access to their anointing. Father God, so I pray over those in this season who are dating. I pray over those in this season who are engaged. I pray over those who in this season who are in single seasons. Father God, that they will pray for your discernment, that they will sow, that they will receive knowledge from you in their love life, Father God. And I pray for marriages, Father God. I pray and I pray over the Genesis seed and marriages that there will be a shift in those who are married, a shift that will lead them closer to purpose, a shift that will lead them closer to the promise that you have for their lives, Father God. A shift where your Holy Spirit can come in in their marriage and move freely, Father God. Your word says that a three-strand cord is not easily broken, Father God. So I pray for those who are sowing into their marriage. If it's for marriage restoration or for the purpose in their marriage to come alive. Father God, I pray that you hear their prayers. I pray that you honor their tithes and I pray that you move on their behalf. Father God, we thank you for choosing love to be our portion. Father God, because we know that you are love, Father God. And I pray over those who are praying for their purpose, partner, and promise, Father God, because ultimately we pray that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Father God. I pray that they receive tenfold what they sow, not just in finances, Father God, but in love and purpose and promise in your kingdom, Father God. We love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I love you guys so much. Don't forget to send an email to thechristianbay.gmail.com if you're interested in the August mentoring program. I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye.